Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. All right, you guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, I've got another one of our amazing uh, real estate agents inside of our coaching program with me today. Gino, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, man. And so uh, before we jump into your story, tell people where do you sell real estate? How long have you been in the real estate business? So I sell real estate in Charleston, South Carolina, um, on the coast here. I love it here. I'm born and raised here. And I've been selling, well, got my license in 2016. So it's been a few years now. So yeah. Love it. I love it. And so um, how did you come across me? How long have you and I been working together now? So I want to say I signed up maybe sometime around May this year. I want to say maybe it was April, May, sometime along in there. Got it. Um, So yeah, I would say then and yeah. Very cool. So you've been in the business for what, five, six years. Um, Give us like an overall kind of bird's eye view of how you've gone about building your business over the last couple of years. And then we'll get into maybe what you're doing today to, to, to continue to grow your business. Okay. So started in 2016. I started in August, which was late September and the end of that year. So I actually, I only want to say I got two under contract before the end of that year. So in the first five months, I didn't have my first closing for like five to six months on that. Um, when I started, I started on a big team that's here in town. And the main focus that they had was, it still is their focus, um, but it was all buyer leads. Like I'm talking Zillow, Realtor.com, you know, all those different sources. So in that first year, I was mainly just a buyer's agent um, for the big team. Sure. And I had gotten a couple of uh, SOI transactions that first year. I want to say my first year, I might have did... 11 transactions, like first ca- for one calendar year, yep. maybe 11 or so transactions. Um, then left that team, joined a, a smaller team, which was a lot, uh, say similar. I had better splits, etc. And that was also internet leads. So that's year two, mainly of internet leads, a couple uh, sphere transactions, SOI. Then third, fourth year, I said, okay, I said, I want to change this. Like I'm really getting tired of seeing all my friends and family. They're all posting, you know, look, I just bought my house. I just bought my house, this, that, the other on social media. I'm, I'm sitting here like, dude, I'm making all these calls. I'm calling all these people. I'm trying to understand like, where's the disconnection? Like, Hey, I'm an agent, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I kind of about two, I want to say about two years ago, I really sat down and said, okay, like this is a true problem going on. You know, there's, I don't want to look at it as all these people owe me anything because the reality is they don't owe me anything. And that's, that's right. point proven for everybody. But about two years ago, I said, okay, like, what do I need to do in order to take this on? So I kind of came up and I said, okay, let me, let's, let me take a list of people. And I said, okay, this is a market. And this is how I, I, I approached it to begin with. I said, this is a market. Here's a list of people. Let me make sure I'm in front of all of them. Yeah, I start and I still just this is like my process of information. So I took that people. I said, okay, 
I need to, do I need to do a monthly mailer? What do I need to do? How do I start this group of people and start, you know, do I need to pick them all up the phone and call them all or what do I need to do? So, so before you get thing, so so before you get into that, let's unpack kind of your story, right? Because you just okay. you just kind of went through a lot, and I want to I want to share with people because in that first couple of years, there's a lot of great learnings that I want to unpack and share with the group. Okay, so okay. first thing you said, um, I in in coaching real estate agents for as long as I have now, or or agents that come to my brokerage, I always set an expectation, Gino, that starting a real estate business as an agent, you should have the expectation that you are not going to generate a, a paycheck or any income for six months. Do you believe that that's the right expectation and that's what people should anticipate getting into the business? And if they get paid sooner, that's just a cherry on top. But but walk me through your philosophy on an agent's first six months. Do you think that's reasonable? Um, I got to be careful how I answer this. And the reason why I say that is if I tell somebody, and I think you'll understand, you'll agree with that. If you tell somebody, hey, you're not going to make a paycheck for six months, when's our first paycheck going to come? Well, yeah, I mean, we have no idea. Oh, six months. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's fair. So, so I, I don't want to say to that extent, but what I would say, and kind of what, what come back to my story for a second there, I would say to tell somebody, hey, if you, we all want to sell from a, a better place and, and put our clients' needs before your own. If you're in that position, like I, I was 20, 22 years, 23 years old, I'm still very young. So for me, I had to sell in order to live, mm. right? So like at that point, you know, are you putting your clients' needs before your own? Or are you putting, you know, what, how's that kind of yeah, I, I guess yeah. I'm I'm referring to like a business expectation. I think the problem mm -hmm. is people that get into real estate forget somewhere along the lines that they're starting a brand new business. Most of them come from like a W-2 job where they're getting a paycheck mm -hmm. every other Friday. All mm -hmm. I'm saying is from an expectation standpoint, what you went through is actually very, very normal. It's mm -hmm. the, the reality for most people getting in the industry. The reason why most realtors quit so fast is they expect a paycheck on their first Friday of getting started. And the reality is it just takes time to build a business. Real estate agent business is no different than any other business. And so I always, it's interesting. You said you didn't sell your first house for, or I think you said for the first four or five months. I say that's normal. I think that's the expectation that I like to set because if people get in the industry and they don't have money saved, they don't have the right mindset, they don't have the right expectation, they're going to be like, wait a minute, like I need to get paid on Friday. And I just was curious about your thoughts. So mm -hmm. like most agents, it takes some time to get things going. The second thing you said was you started on a team. And so mm -hmm. looking back on it now, um, like most teams, the way in which they generate new clients is they exchange their credit card for internet leads, right? That's what they do. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's not good. Or it's not bad. Uh, typically, we find most new agents going that direction. I'm curious, before I give you my thoughts, do you look back on that now wishing you didn't do that? Or are you glad you started that way before you went off on your own? I think it was a good decision at the time. I think that I learned valuable skills and lessons that I learned how to sell a house, how to do your day-to-day -day business going through that process. So if I could choose to be a solo agent or to be on that team that I was on, I would go to the solo uh, to the team. 
you know, because you've learned, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, never been in a true sales position. So I learned a lot about that. Yeah. Um, if I could go back now, would I rather start at in a situation where it's an internet lead based or would I rather go with something that's something like your program? No, I'd rather go with something like your program. Yeah. You know, but you don't know what you don't know. That's right. The only reason why I say that is because in this you're self-generating. Yeah. So in my opinion, you know, it's almost like you don't want to be gimme, 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 you know, you don't want the fish. Yeah. Want to learn how to fish. You know? That's right. That's well said. Well said. Yeah. And and I agree with you conceptually. I think that for, for most new people getting into real estate, you know, you can make the argument like the team path is better for them because without that experience, they just don't know what they don't know. You know, it'd be very difficult for someone that has no business background, no sales background to get into real estate, which is a direct sales business. And without having that foundation of a team, if they don't get a coach right away, it's going to be very difficult. And this is why, I don't know if you know this, but like we have 2 million realtors right now, right? Um, 80% of those 2 million come out of the business and we get a new 1.5 million realtors every year. It's insane, right? So 1 million come out, 1.5 million come out, 1.5 million come in every single 12 months. And it's it's amazing the turnover in this industry, but that's for another show. So mm-hmm. so you start building your business, you start getting a great foundation on the team. And then at some point you have this realization going back to what you said, which mm-hmm. I think most agents really forget is like the business they want to service the most and, and the people they want to serve the most are the people that they already know, like, trust, and respect, like their sphere of influence, right? Mm-hmm. And to your point, most agents, you know, they they don't know how to serve that community at the highest level. And mm-hmm. something went off in your mind to say, listen, I want to serve these people. And off air, I told you that should be the number one priority for everybody that gets into real estate is how to serve the people you know first. But but it's very rare that they do. Like they avoid it like crazy. So tell mm-hmm. me, now let's get into what are you doing now to service the people that you know, so that not only are you staying top of mind, but that you can provide the most value to the people that you love, trust, respect, all those people. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say is a little bit of a mindset first, and then I'll go to the daily activities and some of that. Perfect. Other stuff. The mindset first is, um, I think, for example, let's say that you're not a real estate agent. Let's say you're a plumber. Let's say that you're a contractor. Say that you're anything out there. Sure. I think that there's a little bit of like, or you could have a little bit of hesitation to use that new plumber. Well, wait a second. Do they know what they're doing? You know, this is our real estate world that we live in is a very, it can be expensive if you go with the right, wrong situation. You know, That's let's right. just say it like that. Um, so I would say the first thing about it is becoming an expert in the field, Right. Yes. And then and then not only becoming an expert in knowing how to do your job, also what about the conversation that you have with yourself? Yeah. Right? If you okay. don't believe it, then how can you express it? So that's yeah. what I would say first, mindset-wise. The second part of that is okay, now that you've figured that out and this is what you want to do, I would say, okay, now looking at that situation, now how can I make sure that I come across as the expert in the field. So this is where that daily daily uh, checklist and some stuff like that to stay top of mind. So I would say 
the number one thing I'm younger, 28 years old. So for me, I'm, st- I'm still young, right? That's not yep. old in our field, I should right, say. Right. So I would say for me, I wanted to make sure how can I come across as an expert in the field? And so I said, okay, I know everybody out there that's maybe a real estate agent, maybe they're posting on social media, but I said, okay, maybe I can use this one tool and change the perception of what it is. And the reason why I'm going to bring that up is because I had a reputation. I sold cars for a little bit. I sold insurance for a smidge of a time. Right. And so like the, the uh, exterior reputation may not have been, Hey, you're the expert, you know? Oh no, no, no. I gotta, I gotta call Gino. Hey, I gotta call Brandon. He sold all the homes here. I see his signs everywhere. I gotta go with him. So I changed the the situation. I said, okay, I'm going to start. This is three years ago now. Three yep. years ago, I said, I'm going to post on social media every single time I get a home under contract, every single time I have this. Now I have this thing where I said, okay, let's graduate that up some. And I said, okay, now I'm going to take pictures at every single closing with all my people and I'm going to tag the people. So now as I go to that wedding event, they're like, man, I saw that you sold such and such's house. Oh man, I saw that you sold this guy's house. Oh man. When we're ready, Gina, we're going to call you. And that's literally the only part of the social media. And I say that now the one post that you do today, and I love it because it applies to your program. The one post that you do today is not really for the client that you get today. Although now I'm to the point where people just reach out to me. Hey, Gina, I'm ready to do this. Hey, Gina, I'm ready to do this. So that's, I love that. Everybody's going to love that. Sure. The thing about that is it's also sometimes, and I think you'll agree with that. If you apply that to the phone sales stuff, sometimes it could be one post, one sale. Sometimes it could be one phone call, one sale. But the best people are the ones who do it consistently. And so I'd say that that's where that's at. Now, there's a book as I come to the daily activities. The social media is just one thing. I like Grant Cardone's idea, right? And I don't want to bring him up. I don't really like his uh, total situation there well how sure. he speaks or whatever i'm not that salesy but i would say there's a book and it's called seven levels have you ever read that book uh seven levels of communication yeah yeah that's yeah. the one have you read it mm-hmm. so i said like okay well you know with the pyramid of things oh, yeah. it talks about like the different things and it's like okay at the top is face to face which is i love your program it comes back to that yeah then it's i think phone call like email postcard something another and so i said okay I want to pull and I want to get all these people and do these different things. So the social media is one thing. How about the second thing about when you go to your kid play play soccer, right? I think, or you said something like that. Like, wouldn't it be important to get all those people to make sure that they get to know you too? You know, so it's like, have the conversations, the face to face while you're there. There's, um, so that, that I do, um, monthly mailers. I've got, like you do a Christmas card. I've yeah. showed you the football cards before, yeah. right? So all those different things and it's pulling here. I don't you can see it, but oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, and on those football cards, I know it sounds cliche or whatever, but it's all about that top of mind that's there. Um, the other part to that is, I think, I think this is where the disconnect is too. It doesn't always have to be, Hey, I'm in real estate. Give me a call right. you know, when you're ready. What I like to, the way I like to look at that is if I'm a con, uh, extended family in a, in a sense, it's like, oh, well, 
he did my brother. I want this person. I want this person. There's all these little circle circles that you really kind of like, if you touch them all, like you can make that work. The other part of this, Brandon, you know, just as well as I know, people pay all this money for likely to move, right? Yeah. Like we pay it as real estate agents. Well, my thing is like, I said to myself, and I don't know where this came from. It's like frog or something, uh, family, recreation, occupation, and goals, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, those are the people. Why, why does anybody buy or sell a house, right? Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely a life event. Yeah, it's there's something more going on in their life. So like right. to me, in my mind, I say, okay, family, right? If somebody's got another kid on the way, they're going to post it on social media. Yeah. This should trigger in your brain. I wonder how big their house is. Do they right. have a three bedroom? Do they need to go to four? Yeah. Like it should trigger in your mind of like, oh my gosh, this person just got married. Like, do they already own a house? I wonder, you know, yeah. like, and you don't even have to go right then and there. You can go weeks later. Yeah. It's in a Facebook message and totally like, hey guys, congratulations yeah. on your whatever. Like, I, I know that you guys have been together for a long time. So happy for you. You know, how's everything? I didn't even ask about real estate. Yep. Then they're going to ask you if you're posting, which I am. They're gonna, Man, I'm so happy for you. It looks like you're doing great. I didn't even ask. They asked me. Yeah. You know? Well, well and that's, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're nailing it. I mean, you're exactly right, Gino. Um, and you, when you say this is what, this is the disconnect, this is what real estate agents are missing, you're mm -hmm. hitting it. They, they think that it's like this magical tactic or strategy. It isn't. It's staying top of mind. And the way I look at it, it's like, let's just serve the people that we say we care about so mm -hmm. that when they have a life event, and then to your point, when you reach out to them to recognize them for that life event, baby, marriage, retirement, whatever it is. Kids graduating, whatever. It's graduating, whatever it is naturally, when you reach out to them, they know you're in real estate. They're naturally going to ask you about real estate. Mm -hmm. it, it's very, very simple. Uh, it's just not easy. And that's why agents don't do it. It's a lot of work. It's consistency. You're not mm -hmm. going to, you're not going to post one magical thing on Facebook. And all of a sudden, everybody, you know, in your whole entire life is going to start calling you, Hey, sell my house, sell my house, sell my house. It's not going to work that way. Would you mm -hmm. agree? I would agree. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it. not that it starts with social media always but I wanted to change like, you know, the thought process behind all that, you know, yeah. like the other thing is like, what about like, even just that's the sphere, right? That may be people that you haven't bought or sold with. What about the people like, like what's the number one complaint we hear is real estate agents. After I closed what I didn't. Yep. No communication. I Never didn't hear from my agent, my agent ever. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's yep. like, even like I'm, I'm to the point where for these people, I'm like, okay, like, man, I, that's why I say, Go deep on the relationship. And there were that interview that you did with Joe Bennett like six months ago or something, or I don't yeah. remember the one that was very deep. It said like um, the best, the best uh, business that you can do is to service the clients better than they could like exceed their expectations. This is the best experience I ever had. Yeah. And that's what we like, say. Yeah. That's what we say all the time. The best lead generation thing you could ever do is client ever. service. Ever. It, Ever. And I always ask agents, you're, you're exactly right, Gino. I mean, we asked this at the summit uh, last week. We said, if you only had one client, you can never market, you can never advertise, you can never prospect. You only had one person that you could do business with. 
would your business grow as a result of the service you gave them or not? And it makes you think about, oh my gosh, what is the client service that I'm giving this person? What is the experience I'm giving this person? Is it world-class? Is it completely over the top in a way that after they go through this experience with me, they're ranting and raving to their world about mm-hmm. their experience with me? If the answer is no, you're doing it all wrong. And I think that's what you're saying. That is what I'm saying. And in addition to that, you could have a situation where some nobody buys a thing from you. That's right. It does not have to come from that past client. It doesn't right. have to be somebody that's there. You could just give somebody the true, like, for example, that's why I said you put your or their needs above yours. If they feel that my I've had people send me sphere client, like referrals that they were going to buy a house with me and didn't. Yeah. And they were like, you got to use this guy. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know what? Well, you didn't even buy a house. Like, yeah, you know, that's just the experience that you gave. So I think that's a very underplayed, under whatever you call it. You know, like very finish the sentence. Well, know? yeah, I mean, it's just overlooked, it's just overlooked, overlooked. extremely because I, overlooked. I was going to add to that. It's like we are in a business where it's all about how, and I say this all the time in our weekly coaching calls. You've heard me say this time and time again. It mm-hmm. is all about how we make people feel, period. As an example, like a tactical thing, because Gino, here's the thing. Real estate agents that watch this replay, they're gonna be like, okay, I get it, you guys. I get it. What's the tactic? And they're missing it if they're asking that question. But I will give it a, I'll give an example. I'll give an example. This is what we're talking about, okay? So uh, let's pretend you have a listing, okay? Mm-hmm. And that client has a bunch of showings throughout the weekend and they're having to get their kids out of the house or having to get their dog out of the house. They have to keep their house clean. They're exhausted by Sunday night. Well, what if they didn't ask you to do this, but what if you ordered carry out and you went to their house and you dropped it off at their house Sunday night and you said, I know it was exhausting this weekend with all the showings. I just wanted to uh, give you guys dinner so you didn't have to worry about cooking tonight. Uh, and, and just as an example, this is going to make somebody feel a certain way because here's the thing. People don't care how much we know until they know how much we care. And mm-hmm. it's these little things that we do to show people how much we care. Those are the things that we're talking about. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree with it. And yeah. the thing about it too is like, it doesn't, the best part about it is do it when it's least expected. That's right. That's right. If you do it after the closing or at the closing, that's great. Yeah. But if I, they're expecting it. Yeah. Well, and, and, I, and, I would, and I would argue uh, this is like my whole philosophy on everything I believe and everything I coach agents to do is you're not even doing it expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because you care. And it's really the law of reciprocity. I mean, if you just operate as a business person this way, where you said at the beginning of this podcast, if you put your client's needs before your own, you'll never have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the reality. So mm-hmm. what advice would you give, I guess, Gino, to uh, a real estate agent who's maybe watching this interview and says to themselves, yeah, I mean, I would love to start doing more business with people that I know, that know me, that like me, that I like. Um but they're scared, right? They don't know what to say. They don't want to come across salesy. They don't want to come across pushy. They don't want to be the agent out there asking their friends and family for business. What's, I guess, one piece of advice to help them get over some of that fear? 
Um, I would start with asking, it's the mindset first. The mindset first I would ask is, do you feel like you're going to do a better job than somebody else? Love the question. Love because it. Because if you, if you believe that and you know it's true, then you're going you're gonna to do the work behind it. Yeah. Now, the work behind it is really just building relationships. It's not anything crazy, but we've all, maybe maybe every, not everybody does, right? Brandon, when you go to call somebody, right, who you grew up with, maybe they were a best friend growing up or whatever the case is, right? Yeah. When you call them, could you call them right now and it not be anything? Uh, you'd like uh, not make it a big deal. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't talked. When's the last childhood best friend, right? You haven't talked to them in what? Six years, something, you know, probably. Yep. Right. But if you called him today and was like, Hey, you know, I was just checking on you. How you doing, man? What's up with life? Right. Right. Would it be weird? I mean, depend. I mean, probably this depends on the relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think what you're asking is if you just called and you had a normal conversation. No, I don't think it'd be weird. Mm -mm. No. So, that's the thing I would say is there. Now, if it's an agent that's been in the business a while, right? Maybe they've got some past clients. I'd like to start there. Right. Right. So like that's I didn't get there yet, but like after the sale, everybody says you don't talk to me as a real estate agent. You're gone. Right. Yep. They could move cities. You still I still want to talk to them. They still yeah, know yeah. people here, right? Right, for sure. So I would say that's a big part is like, okay. From the sale, if they buy a house with you, and I know we focus on listings, but if they buy a house with me, I've got like, I don't have it man. I do it manually in Google Calendar right now. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out in follow up box. So that's part of my systems and processes yeah. that I'm changing up. Um, but like 90 days, like, hey, what about this? Like, what about when you asked them, like, after they close, like, hey, like, when's the first night you're sleeping in the house? Right. right? Exactly. Like when's the like it doesn't have to be on the close of the sale and you signed in goodbye. Right. Like why why would it be that way? You know, why should it be that way? It's like, hey, like, why don't you send us a text? Hey, like, when's the first night you guys are sleeping there? Like, how's everything going? Like, yeah. You know, like, is there anything that's come up, right? Like, is there any people that I can send to you? I got all these painters, I got all this yep. stuff. Like, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. You know, it. not just hey, I'm paid goodbye. Yeah. Life after you know? closing. Yeah. That's when the relation, I always say after closing is when the relationship starts. It's not when right. it finishes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's good. So I'd say like that to start with, you got 90 days call for us, like in South Carolina, primary residence. That's a thing. Yep. Right. Why don't we go ahead and set it up? Like, Hey, you guys been there six months. Like how's everything like how's if they got kids, that's somebody I want to be in, in touch with. Absolutely. Not because of all the changes, but just because like, no, there's no parent out. I don't even have kids. You have kids, right? Yeah. But you will talk about your kids more than anything else. Absolutely. So if I called you and I said, Brandon, man, how's, how's the girls doing? What's up with their soccer? You know, what's up? Yep, You'd be I like, Johnny, he's doing this. Yeah, it's doing great. Doing this, doing this, doing that, doing the other. So yeah. it's like, that's what it is. And then the biggest thing is like, let's say right now, because I'm guilty of this and I want to like, it's not like, I went from not doing it to doing it. It was a sure. process and it's over time and it's figuring things out and how to build it more. But like, let's say you've got a client, Brandon, you, you sell a lot of houses. I know you're still in production, which is really cool for me to watch. Sure. But the thing is, is like, I'm sure you have people that you've sold houses to that you haven't called on that one year, two year, three year, five year, six year sure. anniversary. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. So it's like, and not saying that you, I'm not telling you what to do. I know that. That's all good. I get it. What I'm saying is there's agents out there who maybe haven't called their people. So why don't you go in and literally, if you haven't spoken to them for a while, if you think it's weird to call them or out of the blue, you don't want to call them, pick the day that they closed on January 6th, right? We're taking this at November, January 6th, 2019. I had a closing. Why don't you call the people on January 6th and say, hey, I can't believe it's already been two years since you closed on your house. I was looking at the values. It's crazy how much things have gone up. Like, yeah. how are you guys? Well, and, and to your point, I think that the agents that are scared to call their past clients or whoever, the, the, the reality is those people are not sitting around thinking about you every day. It's not going to be weird to them. They're not going to be like, oh, where you been, Gino? I haven't heard. They're not sitting around thinking about you every day. Get and over think- yourself. Get over your ego. You know, mm-hmm. this is to the realtors out there. They're mm-hmm. not sitting around saying, oh, I wonder when Gino's going to call me. No. When you call them, they're going to love hearing from you, you know, and oh that's, that's the truth. So I try to do it every six months or 90 yep. days. Yeah. 90 days if I'm if I've got time to do it. Yeah. But if I do it every time they call. Now, I have to prepare myself because it takes your 30 minute conversation. I have 30 right. minute conversations with these people, this, that, the other. And I didn't even ask them on the call, but like after I touched base with them or whatever, I don't even have to go see them. The pop buyers are great. People do. Yeah. But as I talk to them, they're like, man, like such and such is, is there. I've been telling them to use you, you know, and you're like there at the top of their mind. Yeah. it's great. Plus, Plus they got the football card in the mail with a handwritten note because seven levels talks about the handwritten note. Plus, you know, I did the Christmas card, you know, I haven't done client appreciation events yet. I haven't even started that, but that's like one of those things. And we talk about sphere, but the other thing about that is Brandon, like I want to talk to anybody who's watching this. Yes, this is sphere. And this is what we're talking about, but as it applies to you, and your source of communication and coming across as an expert as your field in your field, right? Yeah. Let's say as I started, and I wish I had this program two years ago, three when I started. Sure. But as I started, you have that cancellation at any time. Yeah, exactly. That is right. so powerful when I go meet with a sphere person who might be on the edge of like interviewing other people, but they don't want to tell you that. The best thing is that your, your, your way of communicating, it's more like when I, if I have a situation, somebody reached out to me, whatever, I've been like, Hey, let's just come check out the house. Just want you to know, I'm not expecting anything. Just want to sit down and have a conversation. If it works for you, I hope we decide to do this, whatever. Hey, first thing I'm going to go over, like, listen, I have a cancellation at any agreement because I think in realtors minds, they're like, well, if this goes south, I don't want it to do this or I don't want to do this. Well, wouldn't it be nice if you could go to that person and tell them, hey, if this doesn't work out for any reason, if you decide to put your house up for sale today and you want to cancel tomorrow, you just have to send me a text. Yeah. It's having I'm a like, compelling, it's having a compelling value proposition on why people should do business with you, period. Right. But then like if it's for those sphere people and you don't feel yeah. that way, that, that when I say that to these people, right, maybe they're at a higher price point and they're right. like on the edge, you know, you're a little younger, whatever, because I'm going to deal with that. Now, I don't deal with it as much anymore because it's yeah. I'm doing 
a good amount of business. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, even if I wasn't, their whole, like, their expression on their face is like, gosh, thank you. Yeah, because, and I love that, Gino, and thanks for sharing that because you're right. I mean, that value, one of those things, I mean, uh, in the value proposition are meant to make people feel more comfortable with you. And that's what you're talking about. So let's talk about, um, you know, we're, we're, we're making this, it's November 2nd today. We've got a couple months left mm-hmm. in 2021. Uh, what When you look ahead to 2022, what are, your, what are some of the goals that you think about with maybe what you've learned uh, working together here for the last couple of months? So last year, November, same time period, November, I'm going to show it to you just Perfect. because I want you to see it. I really made it. So on my wall right there behind me, I okay. put um, in November of last year, I said I wanted to make $150,000. Sure. The year before that, I was close to like 95. Okay. It was a stretch. It felt a stretch goal to me. Sure. After doing this this year for 2021's calendar year, I'm like, I got to do a stretch, you know, Absolutely. because what I did was it was a stretch. And, but, but now that I did it, I was like, wow, like I didn't, you know, and that's part of like your self-belief or whatever. But now that I've done that, like, I'm just like, wow, just totally like, I don't want to say cloud nine because there's still problems. I still got to fix a lot of stuff. I still have the holes in my business. But the, um, the thing is, is like I said, so for next year, um, I haven't really sat down. I have a goal in mind, but I haven't sat down completely. Now I did your packet and I loved your packet of, um, it said, what do you need to stop doing in That's order right. to get somewhere? What would be, what were, I think, I don't remember exactly. I did it with Kevin Wynn. Sure. And um, I love that guy, man. He's awesome. He was amazing. You should see him at our event. It was so fun. It was so cool. He's a hustler. So, and he's uh, two hours away from me, which is great. That's great. So accountability partner. So with that, like we sat down and we're like, okay, what do we need to change? What do we need to take away? So that's why I said, like, even getting, like, I got the two phones, right? That we're talking about. Right. And I want to delete all the distractions to make the phone calls. One phone that I have is there's no apps, you know, like I'm going to leave it in the room. I don't care if it goes off. It doesn't matter. I'll get to it a little bit versus like when I was prospecting recent, you know, even recently, I'm still saying, okay, like I made a phone call, but I got an email, right? I got, I'm making, I made a con, I made a contact, made an appointment, but I got an email and it's like, no, if I would have just went through an hour and a half and did what I needed to do, I would have been better off. So I say that to say, for 2022's goal, um, I like to stretch. The other part to it is in addition to the stretch, I also have a goal for myself that I want to get at least one flip or one rental property next year. I love it. That's great. So that's in addition to what we do for the sales portion of it. Sure. I do have a goal. My goal is to do that before summer. That's great, man. That's phenomenal. So, and it's, it's, uh, it, that has afforded me and my wife to do that for like the past 12, 13, 14, 15 years. We built up mm-hmm. a huge rental real estate portfolio. We're selling it all right now. I don't know that you knew that because it's at the top of the market. Yeah. So we've we've rode the market up since 2008. We've been buying rental properties every single year. And um, yeah, it's helped us a lot because before 40, we're completely debt-free. We're financially free. Everything's paid off. 
Um, it's pretty incredible. And so, yeah, I think it's a great goal for you to start doing that every single year. So that's Mm -hmm. awesome, man. Listen, I, I want to, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, you, you know, a lot of agents watch this and they get inspired by watching other people succeed. And I think this is just the beginning for you to your point, you're a young agent, you have so much runway ahead of you. Is there anything last piece of inspiration you want to leave to, to the people that are going to watch this now and in the future? Just believe in yourself. I love it. it. That's it. Just believe in yourself. Um, and, and Brandon, I, I know that you would want to end like this, right? But the um, the other thing is like, I would love to chat with you maybe off air some more, like sure. a little coaching call, because uh, I got a few things in mind and I want to make sure that I get them to where they need to be and what I have in my head to finish them off, you know, yeah. like, because these systems and processes are, I don't want to get to where I was this year and be overwhelmed with yeah. 10, 11 pending and not have the systems and lose out on the three to two to three months of being overwhelmed and then go like this. That's right. right? So I need your help with yeah. that. But I would tell anybody, whoever is going to do this as, as a job, it's, it's definitely, you got to have the stomach for it. You got to be able to detach from the outcome. We know that from you. Yeah. And I would say, believe in yourself. That's it's it. great. It's great. Well, dude, I appreciate it. And uh, if people want to reach out to you, mastermind with you, get some advice, can they find you on Facebook, Instagram? Where can they find you? Yeah, I'm on both um, Facebook, Instagram. Just look me up, Gina Lucarelli, um, on either of those. I mean, heck, if you really have questions, my cell number is 843 478 7282. So I love it. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for that. That means a lot. And so cool, man. Well, listen, I, I'd love to do this again with you in, uh, at the end of 2022, just so we can kind of track that progress. But uh, again, appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.